I'm excited and honored to introduce both of my guests today, Travis Sabatini and pediatric interventional cardiologist, Dr. Robert English. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yes, Travis. Nice getting to know you out in the lobby there, too. I want to start with uh, introductions of you, Travis, and then Dr. English. If you would just tell us a little bit about yourselves um, and how long you've lived in Flagler County, Travis. Just give us a little background information. So originally from New York, moved down here when I was about 13 years old, 2003. So I've been down here for about 20 years. Went to high school here, graduated FPC in 2007, so I'm a bulldog. Uh, met my wife, actually, in high school. Fantastic. Got married. What year did you say? 2007. 2007. Yes, right before Matanzas opened. Class of 1995. Oh, wow. <laughs> Class yeah. of 95. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so met my wife, got married, have a daughter now who's eight years old. Been working at the city for about ten and a half years. Fantastic. Very good. And Dr. Uh, English, a little bit about your background, sir. Well, uh, I'm a pediatric cardiologist. I do uh, catheter-based procedures on patients who are born with heart defects uh, in order to hopefully avoid them having to undergo open-heart surgery. Um, I've been in Northeast Florida since 2003, did my training up north at Nationwide Children's Hospital and University of Pittsburgh uh, Medical Center Children's Hospital. Um, and uh, I uh, started out in Jacksonville and then moved south from there, but I work uh, out of Wolfson Children's Hospital. So I've got a little bit of a commute, but it's all right. I, I enjoy where I live. I feel so privileged to have this story and the um, availability to be able to tell Flagler County residents about this procedure. If you wouldn't mind explaining, Dr. English, more about the medical condition, tetralogy of fallow, if I said that correctly, and um, tell our listeners uh, who this usually generally happens to, what age, some background information. Okay. Well, um, the tr- the uh, condition that uh, that Travis was born with is called, uh, as you said, Tetralogia Fallot, and um, it is a combination of defects of the heart, which typically cause a baby to be blue um, shortly after birth. So we typically diagnose this either before the baby's born with a fetal ultrasound or not long after the baby's born when we notice that the child is blue uh, in the newborn nursery. Um, it's a, Like I said, it's a combination of defects, uh, but the two primary issues are that there's a large hole in the heart and the pathway for blood to get to the lungs is very narrow. So this has to be repaired uh, with an open heart surgery early in life where we close that hole and we open up the narrow pathway that leads to the lungs. And that's the issue that ends up coming back later to have to be dealt with. When we, when we open up that pathway, it causes the valve that um, is in that pathway to, um, to be leaky, basically. And over the course of many years, that valve being leaky causes the heart to gradually get bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually, most of these patients have to have a valve uh, implanted to take over the job of the valve that's there that's not working very well. 
as a result of that initial surgery. So for a long time, um, when a patient would have to have a new valve put in, whether they're 15 years old or 45 years old or, or whatever, um, we did that with open heart surgery. Um, about 12 years or so ago, um, a new valve became available, which allowed us to put a valve in um, in the cath lab, so, you know, more non-invasively. Um, and that valve is called a melody valve. And the thing about the melody valve is it's really, really nice, but it, it only works in about 25% of the patients who have this problem. Um, the other 75% of the patients had to go back and have surgery. Um, and so um, a new valve uh, uh, was developed, which has sort of a different shape and different size and different way of putting it in. And that um, that valve can be put in those other 75% of patients who cannot be uh, served well with, uh, with the first valve that came out. And um, so, uh, of course, when we heard about this, we were very excited to um, have this option for our patients. And the company that makes it is very deliberate about who they will allow to implant these valves because obviously they want it to be successful in every patient. So we were actually uh, uh, gathered together four patients as our first group to receive this valve, uh, and Travis was in that group. Um, and in uh, kind of the rest is history. We did it back in May, and um, everything went super great, and he was able to leave the hospital fairly quickly without any incision or anything like that. Travis, you had been going to regular cardiologist visits for a long time, and to, to get a selection and be one of the top four, how did you feel about that? I was very nervous, uh, very excited at the same time also. Um, Dr. English did a great job explaining what tests I'd have to go through and, and the process of everything Harmony needs to do to see if I am a candidate. Um, what what are some of those things? I had to go through um, a longer MRI, um, a pretty good stress test, the pulmonary one, uh, just to see my, my lung output, and it was pretty pretty different <laughs> than I'm used to usually doing. Usually, don't do those often, and, and luckily, I was a candidate. And this was how long ago? Um, <laughs> man, it's. It's been a while, right, Dr. English? <laughs> yeah, I, I can give you the background on that. So so basically, you know, I, I said when you have a leaky valve, it causes your heart to get bigger. So we have some criteria for the size of the heart that a patient has to meet before we will embark on giving them a new valve. And so that's what the MRI is for. And then we have to get a separate study, a CAT scan. And that CAT scan is actually submitted to the company that makes the valve and they they really kind of uh, drilled down into the these patients' uh, specific anatomy to make sure that the valve will be a good fit for them, and um, and we we did all of that for Travis. We submitted it, and the company was very pleased to report that Travis was a good candidate to receive this new valve, and um, and they actually put me through some special training. Uh, to be able to implant this valve because it involves some some unique uh, techniques and so forth, and 
the two days before I was to go through that training, the, um, the company actually put a hold on the valve because they wanted to do some more testing to make sure that there were no issues with the catheters that we used to implant the valve. And that actually took about 11 months mm-hmm. to go through that extra testing. So we had Travis all teed up, and then I had to, I had to apologize to him and ask him to be patient with us while we made sure everything was good and safe. And um, we did go through that process, and everything worked out fine. So ordinarily, um, that process from from the beginning to the end only takes, you know, maybe a month and a half or two months. But in Travis, it took uh, a year and that much because we had to we had to put the brakes on his case. Now, fast forward to where we are today. What is the percentage of patients that are able to have the option of this harmony valve has it increased so no i i definitely think it's it's um it's more available now and um the 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 good thing about this valve is that the company is very very strict about staying within some safety guidelines uh to make sure that um you know that we're selecting the right patients however as more and more valves are put in, um, we can kind of uh, expand the envelope a little bit and capture more and more of those patients who are kind of on the edge of being candidates because as we get more experience with it, we're finding that it works really, really well, even in those patients who might not necessarily be the perfect fit. I'm sure there's still going to be some patients out there who will who will just not be a candidate for it, but... I think the vast majority of them are going to be able to to get a brand new valve put in without any surgery. And talking about that in terms of it being minimally invasive, what kind of um, uh, what does it do to a person's life in terms of recovery? Not having to have a major surgery, but now having something that's minimally invasive. Well, from, from our perspective, you know, every time a patient has an open heart surgery, there's, there's two things that happen, um, that impact their long-term well-being. And the first is that, uh, when you open up the chest and close it again, all sorts of scar tissue forms inside of the chest. And that makes each subsequent operation more difficult because the scar tissue really encases everything and, and the surgeon really has to, you know, pick through all of that scar tissue without hitting anything important. So it, it definitely makes future operations easier when you've done fewer in the past. And the second thing is, is every time you do one of these open heart surgeries, you're stopping the heart and um, putting the heart through an awful lot of stress, which causes the heart muscle itself over time to become, you know, gradually more and more damaged. So for a patient like Travis, who over his lifetime may need, you know, three heart valves implanted, if we can do them all uh, with a catheter and, and while his heart's beating, um, that gets rid of, you know, the formation of scar tissue from opening the chest, and it gets rid of the long-term risk of stopping the heart. Um, and I should just note, too, that if Travis needs another valve, let's, let's say that this valve lasts him for... 25 years and, and he needs another one 25 years from now, we'll be able to put another one in through a catheter. We don't, this isn't like a one and done kind of thing. We'll be able to put another one inside of there if and when that time comes. 
How do you feel about that, Travis, knowing that that is an availability as an option for you? It, it is awesome, honestly, because my biggest fear was having to go through open heart. I don't remember it. I was 15 months old and see my father-in-law go through it last year. I do not want to have to do that and recover that way. Um, the process and procedure that I went through, if I didn't have any back pain from you know prior injuries and stupid stuff I did younger, recovery would have been even better. It was a night in the hospital. That's amazing, yeah. Um, as we were talking in the lobby and I was sharing that I've had a family member go through open heart surgery at a young age, and it was a very difficult recovery time. So this is a huge option for somebody that can just really be life-changing. I read in um, the Wolfson Children's Hospital release, the press release, and this is um, through the adult the adult. Um, congenital heart program at Wolfson's Children's Hospital um, that this changed your life in a lot of ways. You noticed immediately after the procedure that you could um, breathe better, that you felt better. What are some of the things that's changed for you physically? Um, Physically, I definitely have a lot more energy. I noticed back in 2019 when I was starting to see English, I was getting more tired. I mentioned that. Then 2020 hit, so you have the stress of 2020, the heart condition slowly changing. I, I mean, energy was starting to change. I'd noticed that eight, eight and nine o'clock at night, I was getting dead tired. Yeah. So we're now I'm like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night and still up awake, forcing myself to go to bed because I know I have to get up early for work. So it's, it's definitely made an impact. Going to theme parks has been easier again and it, working out and being able to do things with my family, it's helped out a lot. And for your family, mentioning that, I'm sure that this has been a huge relief for them as well, knowing that you have an option that allows you to be um, more physically capable of doing things with them, not feeling tired. And then as you um, get older, this is still an available option for you as well that will be less invasive. Definitely less stressful now. Now that I've been through it, I I definitely could do this again and and know it's going to be okay, especially with Robert English's team. Um, This has been a huge stress relief on my family. I have an 8-year-old. She didn't really know what was going on, but knows I have a heart condition. Mm -hmm. But my wife has been my rock and been there the whole time and stressing with me the whole time. So this has been a huge relief. Dr. English, I read um, on your um, website, not your website, but your profile, and it was talking about how you made a decision to go into pediatrics because when you would round with pediatric patients, they always seemed to be the happiest. And I I felt really touched by that because um, I think that there has to be a deeper reason why people go into medicine and can you talk a little bit about what this has done for you knowing that you have this option for your patients now yeah well i didn't i didn't know that my profile said that but um that is true um i definitely um think that uh uh kids and and patients who have things happen to them um you know really as a as a matter of just bad luck um they approach it, you know, they approach life a little bit differently. And they, you know, most of the time my patients just want to get back to to playing or hanging out with their families or whatever. And, and they, these are just little speed bumps on the road. And I kind of love that positive approach that they have. Um, and really, um, I personally just get a lot out of 
you know, when I hear Travis talking about how he's going to theme and able to walk around the theme park, that puts a smile on my face. I mean, I just, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's just wonderful. Um, and, uh, knowing that we can, um, you know, offer them therapies that, uh, not only are less painful, but, um, lower risk and, you know, much quicker recovery. All of that, I think, just adds to um, the, you know, the gratification that you're actually really helping people. Um, you know, Travis was born with this. He didn't do anything to to get this this defect. It just happened. Um, and uh, he's always had a great attitude. And just like you know, all my patients, it's just a great attitude. And it's really nice to be able to help them all. Um, and we actually do a lot of procedures here that used to only be done surgically, um, closing holes in the heart, uh, you know, opening up, you know, vessels and things like that. It's, it's nice to be able to offer things that allow patients, like in Travis, to get back to their families or parents to get that kid back in their arms again and get back to a normal life again. So, yeah, it means the world to be able to help people like that. Um, so in closing, I just want to have you, Dr. English, put the information out there for anyone who's listening. Um, and I know that we have a contact here um, and a phone number that I could put out for anybody if they wanted to call to get more information. Um, would you like to do that today? Sure. Well, um, you know, we work out of Wolfson Children's Hospital, and the heart center there is the, the Terry Heart Institute. And uh, the phone number there is 904-202-8550. And um, we not only work, uh, you know, downtown, but we see outpatients um, down in Daytona and also uh, at Baptist South for our patients that live, you know, south of Jacksonville. It's a little bit easier to get to those two locations. Um, and then, uh, of course, we have other offices over in Fleming Island and and up north and stuff but yeah just call that number and they can ask for me and if i'm available they'll put me on the phone and if not they'll send me a message to call people back and we can certainly send them information or bring them in to discuss it with them in person that's wonderful and um travis you and dr english have been working together for how many years now basically 20 years 20 years yeah wow that's amazing has it been that long yeah 20 i was 13 you moved i 2003. You're making me feel old, man. <laughs> I turn 35 next week, so. Oh, wow. It's That's amazing crazy. how quick time goes. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for your time today, Dr. English. We really appreciate it. Sure. Yeah, I'm glad to help out. Thank you. Travis, if you wouldn't mind, tell our listeners a little bit about what you went through in your life personally before you had this procedure done. So being born with Tetralogy of Flow and having heart surgery, you know, you're the odd man out of the group of friends. Um, I was definitely always afraid of my scar, first off. For some reason, it was always a self-image issue. I always had having the scar, but as I got older, I grew and learned to accept it. Um, my parents were always, always afraid for me to do certain things. But for some reason, I guess because I was the youngest child, I always pushed the envelope. Did a lot of skateboarding, snowboarding stuff I probably shouldn't have been doing, weightlifting, but I never let this um, hold me down as a person, even with knowing the impending thought of one day I'm going to have to have surgery. 
Um, so when I met Dr. English, we always joked about, hey, maybe one day they'll do it through your thigh. Maybe one day they'll do it through your thigh. You never know. There's 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 doctors in Pennsylvania doing it. And always got my hope up, yeah. but never thought it would happen until around 2019 when I started to get more tired and out of shape and not, not motivated as much. They started talking about the harmony valves coming around the corner. There may be something. And then 2020 hit, got through 2020, and now we are here sitting here. And I have the harmony valve. You know, as Dr. English explained it, he he was mentioning how it is just like um, a time aspect of waiting to know when the surgery is going to happen based on the heart condition. And I can only imagine that that would be very hard to have as a thought in the back of your head for for your, your parents, but also for you as you're getting older and then knowing that that was projected down the road as what you are going to have to go through Mm -hmm. as a father now with an eight-year-old um we went through the new technology and procedures when my wife was pregnant and had them check to see if she may have tetralogy flow it's a genetic condition you never know so ended up having the baby and she did have a slight murmur for a short time Mm -hmm. took her to dr english and everything turned out to be a-okay that it's going to close up on its own which it did and she's doing good now but what my parents must have went through, I can only imagine because it terrified me badly with my own child. Yeah. So it's it's definitely stressful, very stressful knowing this. And then, like you said, 2020, with everything with COVID-related, I'm sure that it was just even more stressful for you. Um, but having this option at Wolfson's Children's Hospital through the adult congenital heart program, I mean, that's really not that far up the road. Here in Flagler County, um, in Central Florida, we don't always hear about our options in North Florida. Mm-hmm. So it's wonderful to know that this is available um, and it can just literally change people's lives. It absolutely does. And it's literally a one-day surgery. You're there overnight. Um, there may be other issues for some people with that staying a little longer, but it beats having your chest opened up and sitting there healing for a few more weeks longer. Fantastic. Yep. Um, so it's it's been great meeting you. Um, and, you know, I am so happy that they brought this story to Flagler County. And thank you for sharing um, what you've gone through and where you are today. Thank you for having me. This has been another edition of Flagler Health Matters. You can find past episodes of the show at flaglerbroadcasting.com slash podcast. And please give us a like on Facebook. I'm Jaffe Lee with the Florida Department of Health. Have a great weekend. Are you looking for a new career that will offer growth? learning, and the ability to help your local community, look no further than the Florida Department of Health Flagler in Benal. We are hiring. Working for the state of Florida is more than a paycheck. We offer a total compensation package for employees that features a highly competitive set of benefits for qualifying jobs, including annual leave and sick leave, nine paid holidays, state group insurance coverage options, including health, life, dental, and vision, Retirement plan options, including employer contributions, tuition waivers, flexible spending accounts, and more. Are you looking for a job in the dental field? We're hiring. Are you looking for a job in the business sector? We're hiring. Our positions start above the current minimum wage. 
Go to jobs.myflorida.com and search for jobs today using Benell or 32110. Again, that's jobs.myflorida.com and find your Florida Department of Health Flagler job today. The Florida Department of Health Flagler wants you to know that your Flagler school student is eligible for a no-cost eye exam and no-cost glasses if eligible in partnership with Florida Hiken Children's Vision Program, LLC. This annual no-cost eye exam is offered to every Flagler County school student who qualifies to participate. Parents and guardians of students pre-K through grade 12 can apply now by visiting www.floridahiken.org. That is spelled H-E-I-K-E-N. Registration is required. The statewide Florida Hiken Children's Vision Program mission is to ensure that all school-aged children who do not pass their vision screening have access to a comprehensive eye examination, including dilation and glasses if required, to give them the best chance at academic success. These no-cost services are offered statewide, and the Florida Department of Health Flagler, in partnership with Flagler Schools, is proud to bring this program to you. Apply now by visiting www.floridahiken.org or call 386-313-7069 for more information. Dear Miami Lighthouse Hiking Children's Vision Program, I am so glad you gave me these glasses. I can see better now. Now I can copy from the board without making any mistakes. I can see very clearly with the glasses. Thank you. <laughs> 